good luck with the world. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. And we are in the thick of it. Everybody's in the thick of it, and we're going to get through it, but we're, we're going to process a lot of feelings on this episode. And uh, this was very apparent when I did the Instagram Live yesterday. I was like, wow, we've, we've only scratched the surface. So let's just check in. How is your family doing, Claire? Uh, so far, so good. So, I mean, you guys, we're recording on Sunday. You guys won't hear this for another four days. So things are going to change on the home front. All the time. Um, you know, so, so far it's just been a weekend miles on, on third. So on Thursday night, they announced that every single school in Boulder, Denver, you know, all pretty much every school in Colorado, um, it started with Denver and then very quickly as the night went on, other districts just kept adding and adding. They are closing for the next two to three weeks for most districts spring break is already in there somewhere so Mm -hmm. they're just extending spring break by a week or two depending on the area right now boulder valley and st vrain valley which are the two uh, school districts nearest to us are closed for two weeks but i have a feeling they'll extend it an extra week on the back end which is what denver public schools have done so uh, as a friday or thursday night, they were just like school's closed you don't come to school tomorrow you know if you have something at school that you need like a medication or you know you left your backpack like the office will be open um but like we'll see you in two to three weeks and so right now it's like oh okay long weekend not a big deal i have no idea what i'm gonna do with miles for two to three weeks he hasn't been home for this amount of time I mean, I guess like we had like winter break, but that was so different because when it's Christmas time, you have a lot of stuff to do. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of family around and there's yeah. activities and it's kind of expected. It's totally expected. Exactly. And when you have this unexpected break, I mean, we were thinking about all the families that have to rearrange their plans that possibly mm-hmm. have to stay home, but you can't stay home because you have a job and you have to make money for your family. It's yeah. just this, all these unknowns. It's crazy. And I I mean, we have, the fact that we have an au pair feels like the biggest blessing in the world right now like I know that we are by far in the huge minority like the one percent of the one percent of people who are not worrying about childcare right now because we have someone who lives in our house who we pay to take care of our kids like this could not be a better scenario in terms of having that covered but also I'm going to be working from home you know also for the next two to three weeks they haven't officially closed our office but the company i work for the um sort of corporate headquarters is in london and the ceo got everybody on the phone last week which is probably thousands of people around the world and basically said hey listen if you can work from home do and if you can't work from home spend the next couple of days figuring out how to work from home right <laughs> and I'm really lucky. My job can be done. All I need is my com- is is Wi-Fi. Your computer, yeah. All I need is my computer. You know, our entire company is on Microsoft Teams, which is basically like the Microsoft version of We're on you know Teams too. Slack like an, or whatever. Yeah, Slack or instant message type of scenario. Yeah. Yeah, instant message. You can also put like files and yep. stuff in there. And so, I mean, I'm really grateful that I work from home. Not a lot, but like I definitely work from home a couple days a month already. And so it's going to be, I see all the jokes that are like introverts, our time has come. And I'm like, I'm an extrovert. I need people. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I appreciate those jokes too, but I think it's also when I look at that, I'm like, yeah. And there's just so much that this is really affecting and it's forcing me to look at really how it's impacting the world and how it's impacting other people. And 
the unintended situations that are happening because of this virus where people are just put out of jobs entirely. I'm thinking of all of the sports fans and all of the people who run the venues and the people who work at the venues have no job. I know. It's just like the ripple effect is huge. And I, you know, I'm personally lucky that I can work from home. But at the same time, we just announced on Friday that, you know, we had initially postponed Expo West and we just announced that we're canceling Canceling it. Like it's not postponed. And, you know, yes, I can work from home, but I work for an event company and every single thing that I'm working on is being canceled or postponed. And so it's also like, okay, well, yes, I can do my job physically. Technically, yes, I can do my job from home, but my job is changing so much every single day because it's like, what are we going to work on? Where are we going to get yeah. Money, you know, like Everything what is, is changing. what, what's my job if there's no events? Right. And everyone is kind of just hoping that by, you know, mid to late summer, this will be played out enough. I don't want to say under control, but you know, that we'll know more enough about what, what this is that we'll understand travel better right. and understand what we can and can't do rather than right now where it just feels like everybody's, you know, sit down, sit on your hands for the next three weeks while we figure this out. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. How does Brandon handle situations like this? Do you guys handle, I guess this is very new to a lot of us of how bad this is. This is something I don't think a lot of us have experienced before to this extent. So it's interesting to kind of see how your partners or your friends react to it. And we're all going to react differently. And I said this a little bit on the Instagram live, but yesterday it was like, there's really no wrong way to react, but it's really interesting to see how different people react. Like some people really want to make jokes and post all the memes. And some people are like taking action and trying to get involved in community efforts or raising money for people or, you know, whatever it is. Scott's the type of person where he wants to, he wants to think ahead as much as possible. So he's like a planner and he's a doer and he wants to read all the news and he wants to kind of think 10 steps ahead. That's kind of how he always is. And it's kind of driving me nuts in a way because I'm just like, like this morning he said something and I'm like, I, I don't have the bandwidth to think about a problem that's not here yet. Like I know that planning serves a purpose, but the question you're asking me is so hypothetical that I just can't even go there. And right. I don't have space for I more hypotheticals. I don't like, have more space. I, I, I only have space. I don't have space for non-essential hypotheticals. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it was it was one that I was like, okay, if it was essential hypothetical, I could go there. But it was so far off that I was like, I love you. And I just am not I don't have the bandwidth for that. <laughs> but I think it's an important time too to just think about your partnerships or your friendships of like giving each other grace because this is new. So you're new dynamics are going to emerge, new problems are going to emerge, new coping mechanisms are going to emerge. And you're just going to have to work through that. And it's not meaning that your relationships are over. It's just like, whoa, we're really stumbling upon an unexpected speed bump in our relationship. And I'm not saying that really with Scott, it's just more of we are having to kind of look at we had to have a sit down on Friday night to talk about like what what do we do if this happens? What do we do if you get sick? What do we do if I get sick? What do we, you know, those types of things. And so um, I think pre-planning is good, but I also am the type of person that when I hit really difficult scenarios, I just want to shut down and kind of run. And I know that's not healthy either. So I'm just trying to keep that in check. But what does Brandon do? Or how are you guys different or similar? In this scenario in particular, it's a little bit tricky, not tricky, but it's so different because like my day-to-day life is completely changing. Brandon is a nurse. Yeah. I was going to say like, he's on the front lines of a lot. He's not, he's not working from home guys. Mm -mm. 
And, you know, he he works in a hospital. He does work in like the day surgery part of the hospital. So for the most part, he has not so far been and I, you know, in Colorado, there are, as of right now, not that many people who are hospitalized for coronavirus. I think it's just a handful of the cases that we know of, which have even be, you know, been severe enough to be hospitalized. Yeah. But they had their first couple of tests at the, uh, the um, hospital that he works for recently. And he knows that very soon, maybe this week, maybe next week, where they're going to cancel any sort of non-essential surgery, which is the majority of what he works on. We're doing the same and they're, thing at Kaiser. Yeah, and they're going to take him out of the OR and put him in the ICU yep. or the ER or gen, you know, med surge. Yep. And so we're kind of just, I feel like at the end of last week with the schools and with my job, I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like I knew it was coming. And now we've sort of shifted into waiting for the other shoe to drop for Brandon. And knowing that, you know, in a, in a way, I'm glad that I'm going to be working from home the next couple of weeks because I know that he is going to, he's about to really probably experience one of the most intense times of his career. Yes. And he is going to be put in some, who knows, hopefully not terrible situations, but potentially really terrible situations. Yeah. And we're, we're just trying to stay. Stay as I would say both of us react to these things of like, you know what, let's just try to stay as normal as possible. Let's just try to like maintain the routine as much as we can, you know, get through the day, maybe, you know, like plan some home improvement projects, get right. the extra paint out of the shed and touch up the cabinets and you know, these types of things where it's like, okay, great, we're gonna be in the house for a couple of weeks. Like, what can we get done that we have been putting off? Um, while also in the back of our heads knowing like in a week from now, our lives could look really different. Really different, yeah. So I think the thing that we have in common is that we we both just take it one day at a time. Neither one of us is like trying to really plan too far ahead or mm-hmm. trying to really like hypothesize of what could happen because we just know that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I mean, it, it is good to kind of think through these things too. And I think it's just really interesting how I've witnessed a lot of different people handling it differently. But like, I was just kind of lamenting to you before we hit record of like, I've been having to work a lot more just because our clinic is planning a lot of the same things you just mentioned of, you know, Brandon's hospital, because we have to shut down a lot of locations for patient safety and for employee safety. Because if, of course, if employees get sick, and especially working in healthcare, if healthcare employees get sick, they can't take care of patients. So that's just a huge, huge problem in healthcare. And if you work in healthcare, you're probably going through something similar. So we're shutting down a ton of ton of locations where everyone is now expected to work from home who can work from home. So we're having to kind of create workflows of how people can work from home, which has just been in a week here, create a a new, an entirely new job description and get all your employees to do it. So I have been like in the worst mood in the past couple of few days because I'm just like, oh my gosh, this just feels so overwhelming. And I think what's really hard for for everybody is there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. Like we always kind of have this, you know, okay, there's a problem, but we kind of feel like the solution's in our face and we can kind of see the light at the, at the end of the tunnel or there's some expert kind of giving us a guidance of where this is going to end. And we don't have that. And things are changing hourly 
minute by minute, you know, so it's just that uncertainty is so, so disorienting. And so um, I just kind of had to check myself this morning where I was like, I really, really need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and even like talk to a therapist or something, because this is where the rubber hits the road just for me personally of like, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. And my coping mechanism is I just want to hide, or I want to like binge watch TV and just like sit under the covers and not talk to anybody or like quit. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of, I'm not going to, but I'm just saying like, that's my, like, I can't see the solution and I am freaking out and I'm trying not to freak out. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just insane. It's just absolutely insane. So I think what the other thing that I've noticed was like, you know, two weeks ago, this was like, we're kind of worried Two weeks ago, I was getting ready to leave for Expo West. Yes. Was it two weeks? Yeah, that's it. It feels like it was like 500 years ago. I was getting ready to leave for Expo West. We were wondering, is this the right choice? Oh, it's not that big of a deal yet. There's no cases in California. We should be fine. And now two weeks later, you know, the entire country is shut down. And I, I mean, the biggest thing that I've seen, and I know, again, it's hard to talk about this on Sunday, knowing that you guys won't hear this until Thursday and right. that everything's changing everything's so much. Everything's changing so fast. But the biggest shift that I've seen in the past week is the cha- the shift of, I'm not worried about this because I'm not going to get that sick, to, it doesn't. it's not about you. It's not about you. And, you know, I think that we as a society started to embrace that on like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week. And then everything shut down. And it was like, once that clicked, once people started to see that more and more of people saying like, listen, Hey, young, healthy person, like it's great that this is probably not going to affect you that much. But what we do know is that it's pretty contagious. You don't necessarily have to show symptoms in order to be contagious. And if you go out in public and give it to someone else, they're going to give it to someone else who's going to give it to someone else. And then at the end of that line is going to be somebody who this is not going to be right. uh, like stay at home in bed for a day or two type of right. illness. Right. And, you know, it's like Brandon and I were talking about this this morning. It's just so just add that to the pile of unknowns of, you yep. know, how sick this is going to make you. And it's not roll the dice because it's not random. Like there are things that contribute to it being better or worse, but it is sort of like you don't know unless it happens to you and hopefully it's not going to happen to you. And last night I was sitting in the kitchen and got super, super tired, like kind of started to get achy, went and laid down for an hour, felt better, got up, like had a little bit of a sore throat in the evening, woke up this morning. It was fine. Yeah. And Brandon was like, that could have been it. Yeah. Like, you know, you could have had like two hours of achy muscles and like an evening of a sore throat and then like gone to bed and woken up the next morning and been like, all right, that was it. Right. I'm cured. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But like, I, you know, I I, totally like, I'm very, very lucky to be healthy. I'm very lucky that I have a really good immune system. Like nine times out of 10, when the rest of my family gets sick, I don't get it. Yeah. And you know, that's, so who knows? Who knows? Like truly that could have been it. Right. But you know, if I had gone out to dinner last night and then given it to my server who has, you know, a medically fragile child, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it doesn't matter doesn't that matter. like I lay down and took a nap and woke up and, you know, was done with coronavirus. I mean, guys, I'm, I'm joking here a little bit. Right. Like, I know this is not something to make light of, but it is to that extent of like, who knows right. that it kind of came out of nowhere. That could have been it. And that would be nice in a way to like get it over with. And now I have the antibodies. I don't, I, to be clear, like, I don't think that was true. Right. That was truly what it is. But when it, but like, that's what I'm saying is the like, we don't of this know. The podcast is going to be Claire survived coronavirus. 19. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I'm kidding. Right? But yeah. But like But like it's yeah. it's just so all over the board in terms of what people are experiencing. Yeah. And I think last week, at the end of last week, when people started to embrace that like it doesn't matter whether or not I personally am going to have a severe reaction to this. What matters is that I could give it to someone else. Yes. And you know, the whole flattening the curve thing and is huge. But yeah, yeah, March eleventh was a big day. I feel like we we a lot of announcements came out. Tom Hanks and his wife have coronavirus, COVID-19, all of the sports, the March Madness and NBA season canceled. I think baseball can't. I mean, everything is canceled. Our Broadway shows canceled. Everything, you know, Eliza Schlesinger, we were, you were supposed to go to that. It's just a lot of things were all of a sudden canceled, which I think made the world wake up. And I think that that was something that was a really smart idea for the, my heart goes out to the the athletes because my God, you, that's your career. That's your life. The seniors uh, in college who are playing in March Madness. I mean, how devastating and heartbreaking. My heart truly goes out. But I also know that in order for society to wake up and say, holy cow, we need to make a change. I feel like that was a huge shift for people. And then of course, everyone's like, not Tom Hanks, like the godfather of niceness. (laughs) And I feel like that really uh, shook a lot of people. So all those changes really flipped on Wednesday, last Wednesday. And Things just started rolling and changing, and we saw more news coming out. And I think a little bit of that fear. I talked yesterday too in the in the feed of like grief. A lot of people are experiencing grief because there's a loss of normalcy, and there's a loss of the things that are really just kind of mindless for you. Just even going to the grocery store without having to think about it. Now you have to stress about whether or not they're going to have toilet paper, or whether or not they're going to have food, or whether or not you know. Even Scott was like, "Oh my gosh, King Supers, one of our grocery stores, is shortening their hours." I'm like, "That's because they have to restock. They're not closing. They have to. They are so out of supplies that they have to have more time well, to restock." It's a 24 hour grocery store. Right. Right? When are they going to yeah. restock? And I, I mean, who knows? We might need to re-record this before Thursday if right. you know, everything changes. If things are like, changing, yeah. right? I mean, as you're listening to this, like maybe we'll just yeah, release a lot this of- tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Seriously, we should. We should just bring in extra podcasts in the next couple weeks. Totally. I mean, people are going to be home, so. I know. Um, Yeah. So yesterday you did an Instagram live and you took a lot of questions. Um, And for the, again, for those of you who might be new or haven't followed us for very long, Joy is a licensed therapist with over 20 years of experience in behavioral health. So this is not just coming from a place of, you know, reading memes and conglomerating them into your knowledge base. Like she's a true expert on this topic. A lot of what you went over was people's questions about, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. What can I do to not freak out? And I think everyone to what you were just saying, like every single person who's listening to this has been has now been affected. Last week when we recorded, I remember us specifically saying like, yeah, you and I have had, you know, have felt the effects, but like they're not wider reaching yet. Right. Like everyone feels it now. Everyone feels everyone, it. Now. Most people are stuck at home. If you're not stuck at home, then you probably feel even scared, more scared because you're either in a job that you're afraid is about to get shut down and you don't have another way to make income and or you're in a job where you have no choice but to remain on the front lines, yep. whether that's medical profession or a grocery store cashier. Like there are teachers. People, I mean, right. there's still teachers that are working out there. Uh, yeah. Uh, firefighters, police officers, they're out doing their job. They have to be out there doing their jobs. Right. It's and terrifying. yeah, just to keep society moving. And so there's just 
like our daily lives are completely upended right now, no matter who you are, no matter what you do. Yeah. So what are some of the the bigger themes that you saw yesterday? And what do you feel like was your kind of takeaway, a big takeaway that you ended up saying a lot of helping people, trying to help people cope? Right. A lot of people, a lot of the questions and the themes are truly around loss of control. We have no control over what's going on. We are inundated with information, but at the same time, there's situations that you truly have no control over. So that loss of freedom, that loss of control, kind of that grieving space of, I can't predict the future as humans. We just want to feel safe and we want to know kind of just the routine, like we're completely thrown out of our routine. So we don't know if we're going to have that job. We don't know if we're going to get sick. We don't know if we're going to lose a loved one to this illness. We don't know if we have food. So kind of the basics of our biology are completely, the rug is pulled out from under us. And so I think that that is a lot of the questions are like, how, you know, what if my gym closes? That's the only way that I have a coping mechanism. That's the only way that I really stress. I don't even have that. If I work from home now, I don't like working from home. How do I cope with that? If I lose my job entirely, if my, I feel selfish that my day-to-day is messed up, I'm really worried about losing my parents. Uh, What if I'm on lockdown? I mean, all of these things are kind of like, what do I do in the face of a huge, massive upheaval of my life? And I have no way, nowhere to go. So I talked a lot about yesterday in the Instagram live was like, yes, you have to really kind of understand that this is, you're grieving the loss of of normalcy. So you may be experiencing the stages of grief. You may be experiencing like that denial. And then you may be experiencing anger because you're also looking at like, why is that person laughing about this? Why is that person joking about it? Why isn't everyone taking this seriously? And truly, everyone's going to be handling this differently. And and you don't, because this is fairly new to a lot of us, we don't know how we're going to act and how we're going to react. And so um, the other thing I talked about was like your coping skills, your unhealthy coping skills may come back. If you're, if you ever have had, have battled addiction, any type of substance abuse, eating disorders, you may be going back to things that you swore you would never go to again, because this is such an extreme emotion that could be very overwhelming. And if you happen to relapse or, you know, relapse can look like anything. It doesn't have to be if you're like this major binge drinker. I'm just saying if you turn to a coping mechanism that is something that you thought you would never do again, that is totally fine. Do not beat yourself up over that because that is something that's like, we've never been in a scenario like this. So we have to be, give ourselves some grace. I'm not saying like go to that, but I'm just saying it was, it'll probably be a natural reaction to turn to something very extreme because these feel like very extreme measures. So I would encourage you to do some proactive outreach. If you can use talk space, better help, um, any of like the calm or headspace apps, you know, depending on like how much you're feeling. But I also say, you know, use FaceTime, use um, technology to connect with people. If you have a way to develop a small support group in like a private Facebook group with your neighbors so you can help each other. The best way to kind of get out of your head with this too is to help someone else. So really kind of looking for opportunities that obviously aren't going to put you at risk, but to give you a purpose that is outside of like worrying too much about yourself. The other thing about like the job, like someone said, I may actually lose my job after this. 
The only thing that I can say right now is I would, if I were you, and I do this all the time just as a practice because I feel like it's really good to just always always have options, is always keep your resume updated. Start updating your resume and, and have the Indeed app or the Glassdoor app or whatever those job search apps are on your phone and just browse through jobs every once once in a while. It feels really good to kind of have that control. Like you're not just waiting for the, you know, shit to hit the fan. You're actually taking steps to be like, I'm in control of this scenario. So there's going to be a lot of situations in this time right now where you just feel completely out of control. So you may have to find little parts of your day that you can find structure, whether that be writing out. And I do this a lot with patients and it's really helpful. But if you write out a calendar, like, 8 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 9 a.m., hour by hour, what you're going to do that day. And it doesn't have to be crazy, but 8 a.m. could be as easy as getting out of bed. 8.30 could be eating breakfast. So something where you're structuring your day and kind of putting more control on your schedule, even if your schedule is completely out from what you're used to, that might be something that's, that's helpful for your family too. Of um, If you're home with your kids, like kind of make a plan for the day. A lot of people too talked about like, how do I, how do I manage this with my kids and being home all the time? It's like, yeah, you have to create some type of structure and support system if you don't have a support system. And obviously that's the hardest part of this is we don't have the luxury of just being like, bring all our friends over because we're supposed to be socially distancing. So you may have to really turn to someone was like, you know, the coping skills they have right now is they're doing FaceTime with their grandparents while they eat dinner. And I'm like, brilliant. That's such a good idea. So there's a lot of creativity that I think we're faced with right now, but it's also a time to not dismiss feelings. So if your kids are just like, oblivious and they're like still just doing their thing, don't try to put your feelings onto them and be like, this is a scary time. Because if they're if they're oblivious and blissful and happy, then they're oblivious, blissful and happy. Like, let's just let them do that. So you need to really take care of yourself as an adult and as a parent to make sure that you are leaning on your partner or on your friends if you're really struggling. And also recognizing that this is a, this is just a really hard time. So there's no sugarcoating this. There's no way that I can just sit here and be like, but we're going to be okay, you guys, because this is really stressful. This is stressful in every sense of the word for every community, for every job out there. I don't know one person that is not affected by this. So I think that at the end of the day, the best message I could say too is we're not alone. Like we are all in this together. And that is really the one thing that I take every morning is I'm like, we are all in this together. Like everybody is experiencing this. So we have to kind of just make sure you're taking care of yourself as simple as that sounds and then reaching out for help. It's really easy to want to isolate and it's fine to have pity parties. Hey, if you want to have pity parties at home and like make it a fun pity party, that's fine too. But I just want to say like, this is not something that you can just dismiss or just be like, you know, brush it under the rug. Like this is a really, really big deal for everybody. So any other kind of like questions that came up, let me let me run through these really quick. But I also kind of want to go through some ideas that people also had for like how they're spending their time in quarantine. Yeah. And we as a family have not really started talking yet about what is our schedule going to be. You know, I have a feeling that people will ask, you know, what are what are Claire and her family doing with the kids? Again, like luckily we have an au pair, which is going to be huge in the next couple of weeks. The hard part for us is going to be with Miles being the age that he is, you know, four and a half. He's not really he's not quite at the age where like a super structured schedule is really not not that it doesn't apply to him because he definitely benefits from some routine but there's only so much he can do you know he can't read he can't i don't want to sit him down in front of the computer like there's he's 
not at the age yet where he can do a ton independently. Yeah. When he's at school, you know, it, the reason we send him to preschool is so that he can have friends to play with. And, you know, it's just, I think that's going to be the hardest thing is just what the heck do we do with Miles? Luckily, Evie's young enough that this is not going to affect her at all. But I think the best thing that we're trying to do is just look at what he does at school and try to maintain some semblance of at least that same rhythm of like, okay, well, in the morning, they're usually outside. So how can we have some outside time in the morning? And then in the middle of the day, they usually do a rest time. So maybe we do a movie over lunch every day. And yeah, like kind of letting to keep that routine. Yeah, at least the rhythm of yeah, it, of, rhythm. you know, yeah. and I am very much like relaxing every single thing that we're worried about with screens. It's like, listen, you know, yep. typically in a normal week, we do one movie on Friday nights and that's it. And maybe one, one or two other TV shows on the weekend for one or two episodes. Like that's out the window. Yeah. We're probably going to be doing a movie almost every day and just being okay with that and not beating ourselves up. And like, you know, during the week we have, we try to typically uh, just like with food and things like that. It's like, nope, we're probably going to be eating like potatoes and b- ground beef for like the next couple of weeks. Yep. So, you know, I I think that's the thing that's been the biggest thing for me is sitting sitting down with myself mm-hmm. and having that conversation about these are the things that I really usually really prioritize during the week for our family and for the the kind of routines and almost like the standards that I have for us and I got to let those go for yeah. the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Because we're going into survival mode. You absolutely and it's, have to. Yeah. And it's just going to add to the stress if I'm sitting there being like, I can't believe I let Miles watch two movies today. Totally. And I got to just. I mean, if let anything, go. he's going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, that was so fun. That time where I got to watch two movies in a day. <laughs> like, I know. It's going to be, yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of life, this is hopefully a blip on the radar. And so, lastly, I want to cover a question that came up a lot too is people were like, my job is so stressful as it is when we shut down and come back to work. I'm going to be so far behind. I don't even know how to process this. I can completely relate to this feeling. And all I can say about that too is that is truly a place where you're like, you have to start counting your blessings because I have to look at this and go, no matter how much work I have to do after all this is over and we kind of have to do the cleanup, it will get done. It doesn't have to get done in a day. And and safety comes first. Like we have to kind of do that whole survival mode of I'm just, I have to put my safety first. We have to put others safety first. And a job is a job. And I know that sounds really silly, but that's whenever I find myself really spiraling, I'm like, this is just a job. I'm living, I'm breathing. You kind of have to shift your perspective a little bit. And I'm guessing that employers will give you grace after you come back to work because this is hitting everyone really hard. But that feeling is very real. And that's very scary right. for a lot of people too. Of like, how, how, am, I, how am I ever going to get unburied from this when I return to work? Like, you know, you guys having to plan your whole year again, over again, because yeah. things and are I, so well, out of control. I think that that's the biggest thing I would say is that it's not like you, you know, you got, you're getting sick for two weeks and everything else is moving forward. Exactly. It's not like, like, like every single thing down. is shut down and right. y- you know, every, you are not alone. And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying that like, oh, that means that there will, you're not going to miss anything while you're gone because absolutely things are going to stack up. But like as a society in a couple of weeks, when we all start trickling back into work, everyone is going to understand and we're all going to be in that situation and your clients hopefully will understand and your manager is going to be in the exact same boat and 
I think just to remind yourself that it's not the whole world is going through this right now Mm -hmm. and everything is going to look different in a couple of weeks when we all go, you know, when we all start, hopefully in a couple of weeks and we all start trickling back and it's going to, that's going to be true for everyone. And so to not feel like, oh, you have to suddenly race to catch back up because every single person is going to be in that same boat. Right. The the other thing that I, that just kind of like has rubbed me a little bit the wrong way this week is that, so like Patagonia, for example, closed all their stores, shut down their website, and everyone's like, this is what a company should be doing. You know, we're going to see that people are going to go down in history as either doing the right thing or putting profits over people. And it's like, listen, and taking Patagonia as an example, Patagonia is a giant, super profitable, privately held company. They don't have to answer to almost anyone when it comes to these types of decisions. They don't have shareholders. They, you know, I'm sure they have a board of directors, but it's not publicly held. And if they like they can literally afford to shut their operations down for a month mm-hmm. and still pay their workers. That is not the case for the majority of businesses out there. And if you are a small business and you are a small business owner or you work for a small business, my heart really goes out to you. And Absolutely. what I would like and what I would really like to do is if you are a listener who has a small business that has any sort of online presence where people can purchase things from you remotely, send us your information and we will create a tab on our website where people can come and support directly other members of the Joy and Claire community where you can go online and you know, if you own a small coffee roaster and we can buy your coffee online or if you have an online business and whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. send us your info, send us a couple sentences about what you do and what you sell. And, you know, if you are somebody who like me, who like I'm going to be working from home. Yeah. But like my paycheck, thankfully and luckily is not going to change in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I can afford by far to, you know, spend my money with some small businesses right now and buy some gift cards and buy some extra stuff online to support those businesses. So if you are in a position like me, then keep an eye out for that tab on our website and hopefully, you know, go in there and spend a couple dollars to support somebody in this community. And if you are somebody who's really freaking out about that, then just send us an email and let us know and we'll try to you know, help spread the word about your business. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's take a quick break and support this week's sponsor. I can't think of a better time to buy blue blocks, blue light blocking yeah, glasses. Yeah, speaking of small businesses and speaking of supporting, yep. we love blue blocks. You guys have heard us talk about them. Blue light blocking glasses. They have three different types of frames, all the way from like traffic cone orange, which you use at night that are really intense, Real but intense. really good. The but first really thing you good. put on, you're like, holy crap. And then within a couple of minutes, you're like, this feels so nice. Yeah. My eyes are so relaxed. And I didn't even realize how not relaxed my eyes were until I started <laughs> using these. And was like, oh, I, I get what you're talking about now. Yes. So you can go to blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. The discount code is JOY, like your favorite podcast host, JOY. Hello. And check out their stuff. We know that cheaper options are out there for blue blocking glasses, guys, but you get what you pay for when it comes to this. And they're really just are super high quality. The frames feel great. They're, you know, we've all, well, if you're a glasses wearer, we've all bought the cheap glasses and then immediately regretted it because you put them yeah. on and you're like, oh, wow, these feel like crap. Yeah, don't these waste feel your great. money on that. Get don't waste your money. Quality. The lenses are so nice. They don't scratch up easily. They're really, really high quality. 
We love this company. We're so grateful that they're supporting us and we really would encourage you to support them. This also would be a great gift of goodwill towards someone who you know is going to be working late nights in front of their computer for the next couple of weeks and you want to help them just feel like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I got you these really nice blue blocking glasses because I know how hard the next few weeks are going to be from you and I just want to ease the burden a little bit on on your brain and on your eyes. That would be an awesome idea. So go to blueblocks.com, discount code joy. And don't forget, every time you buy a pair, they send a pair of glasses to restoring vision. Yep, restoring vision. Yeah, there it they, is. They donate to restoring vision. And then if you post a picture wearing blue blocks glasses with the hashtag B-L-U-B-L-O-X, they'll donate an additional pair. So you are supporting people over and over again just by supporting blue blocks. Dot com, the discount code JOY. Okay, so moving on quickly, and then we're going to finish lightly with some great would you rathers, which I think we really need right now. But we had uh, a quick, I'm going to put a list together actually on our Instagram site. I wanted to make a list of cope, uh, like how you're coping with social distancing and any quarantine. So people were kind of saying, this is how I'm dealing with it. So I just want to list off a few here. I love this one. Crystal, our friend Crystal, she's been a listener for a long time, says perfecting liquid eyeliner. Great one. Reading and listening to books, cooking, working out at home, which a lot of people also also are asking, hey, how can I get some workouts from home? I know street parking is one. I also know that there's a lot of apps to do CrossFit workouts. There's free apps on the App Store that have WAD ideas. So just search for free apps on the App Store. There's a lot of resources online and certainly uh, websites, people that are probably like influencers that have free workouts. Just Google, use Google. I'm sure there's plenty of free WADs. And even the CrossFit main site has WADs right there for you. And a I mean, a lot of people who, if you don't have a home gym there, you go on Pinterest, just search body weight workouts. Um, And I know a ton of people out there right now are offering their programs for free or a super deep discount because they know that people are in this position. So, you know, check out your favorite influencers, see what deals they might be running. Like I saw that Annie Thorstoder is offering her app for half off right right now. I really Um, love a lot of it. I really love the term deep discount. A deep discount. It's a deep discount. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Much. Workout at home, backyard play, soccer chase, frisbee, movies, family workouts. I'll be shaving my legs. It's a good one. Manicures, reading, making sourdough. A lot of people are making sourdough. You've inspired a lot of sourdough starters. If you, by the way, are in the Boulder area and would like some sourdough starter, let me know. I can put it in a little jar, leave it on my front porch. We don't have to come within six feet of each other. I'll just wave at you through the window. And this is great. I'm not a hugger anyway, so you're not missing out. And I have so much starter. I have two whole jars right now. I've just been feeding it up. I'm like, someone come get this. So if you want some starter, you got to come to Longmont to get it. But I, it's my starter is very active. So I have an active starter. You just let me know. Fun breakfasts like pancakes. I'm actually going to go make pancakes after we record this. Board games, cleaning and organizing everything, going through my closet. That's a great one. Knitting, catching up on Reese's book club, watching Netflix and not feeling guilty. Okay, can I take a side note really quick and just confess my sins that I have been in this really weird place of watching intervention and I don't know why, but it is like the... (laughs) 
What is that? Um, it's it's about doing um, interventions with addicts, and it's a reality it's exactly, show. It's exactly what it sounds like. Is it's that the a, Dr. Phil one? No, it's with oh. it, it's uh, on A and E. It's been on f- for probably over ten years, but they have. First of all, it's just it's the therapist in me that really enjoys watching family dynamics. So anything like that is just like my jam. But I watch this show. And I find so much comfort in <laughs> this silly, I mean, it's not silly. It's kind of, it's a very disturbing show because it's like a bunch of people doing drugs and, but then they get help at the end and it's just like, oh, so <sighs> I feel a little bit ashamed. I don't know why it just feels really weird in a time of crisis to be watching a show that's kind of disturbing, but I've been watching that. That's like my binge show right now. Okay, back to the list. Finished those things we've had on the to-do list for a while, like you were talking about, Claire, like getting paint touch-up and all that. Many libraries allow you check out e- to check out ebooks to read. Oh my gosh, that's totally true. I have the app on my phone, and I'm totally blanking. Where is it? Let me find it real quick. So if you download the Libby app or the Hoopla app, Libby is an online library app where you can check out books for free, and it's great. Or Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A is another book app where you can check out books for free. And it's really, really cool. So I love that as well. And audiobooks. Hiking, more sleep, build a fort with all the toilet paper you bought. That's kind of funny. (laughs) Reading outside when you can, spring purging of items, meditate, stay connected to friends and family, either by actually seeing each other or FaceTime. Go on walks in nature, baking, Spring cleaning, a lot of spring cleaning, jigsaw puzzles, board games, doing dance class videos on YouTube. Everyone's making cool TikToks. So you get the idea. These are awesome ideas. I'm going to post the whole list on our Instagram page or I'll kind of put it somewhere, maybe in our highlights. You guys will see it, but I love that you guys are really stepping up. And I think this is certainly a time when we really need to support each other and come up with ideas. And this is a time for us to be creative and really kind of figure out how we get through this. This is new territory. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm looking at the next couple of weeks and thinking like, I hate working from home. I do too. And I, a lot of people were actually asking about that because they're like, oh, I hate work. I do not enjoy it. Scott works from home. No. That's his thing, but I do not like it. I appreciate that. I, again, like I appreciate, appreciate that, that I have, have the, the option. Appeal, yeah. I appreciate it's so easy for me. All I had to do is bring my computer home. I brought home my plant so it doesn't die while I'm yeah. gone. And I am grateful for that, but I can't, I just, I don't like it. Yeah. I I like going to work. I like seeing people. I'm, I'm a very extroverted person. I don't get a lot of work done at home because my kids, like I could have an entire staff of childcare in my home. And they're like, but mom's right there, but I want mom. Totally, totally. If totally. I'm in the house, they're going to like come find, they can just sense it. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and so typically like sometimes if I am going to work from home, I'll go and do part of the day at a coffee shop. Well, I'm not going to be doing that. So I'm trying to be optimistic and trying to like be grateful. Again, I'm just trying to focus on the things that I can that are grateful yeah. while also just feeling like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Like yeah. just because... Just because you are not in dire straits from this doesn't mean that it that you have to be super upbeat about it. Mm-hmm. You can acknowledge that like it sucks to have your routine upended, even if that's all that this does yeah. for you. Right. Even if you don't have another consequence. And you know, you can acknowledge that like other people have it way worse while without negating the fact that like this is not a great situation for you either. Right. And so, you know. I'm kind of like, oh, I hope I can get some of the stuff done around the house. But also, I don't ever get anything done around the house when both the kids are home. Right. 
Yeah. And I'm here. And so, you, you know, it's just going to be interesting and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I definitely appreciate everyone's like just trying to be helpful and trying to be optimistic about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking forward to being home for the next yeah. two yeah. plus weeks. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Should we do some would you rathers? Yes. Gonna lift please. This up? Let's lift so it up. All you guys are all about to be on a bunch of video calls. <laughs> And let's just take some of these with you, lighten the mood in your next video call. Would you rather run super fast or fly super slow? I think I'd like to run super fast. I agree because I feel like if I could fly but not fast, I would be so frustrated. I'd be like, come I know. on. That's how I'd be like, <laughs> I yeah. could see a lot, but then I'd be seeing the same thing for a long time. So I'd be but like. But then I again, really- <laughs> get, I mean, it also would be cool like if. Maybe I would pick fly super slow because like hovering would be cool. Hovering is cool. Like, like when if you I could see just birds sort of like, like catch an air pocket and yeah. they're just kind of floating. But then I would get, that would kind of get old. Then I'd like get I'd, frustrated. I'm not sure. It would depend. I think of like running really fast like Edward Cullen through the woods. Yeah. I was more cool. thinking like the flash. Would you rather be able to rewind time by 30 seconds or be able to freeze time? So like instant replay or just stop what you're doing right now? I would like to rewind. I agree. Because there's moments where you're just like, I really wish I could take that back. I'm like, oh, that was dumb. Yeah, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I agree with that. Um, okay. Would you rather... Hold on. I pulled up some... Because sometimes I can't just think of them off the top of my head. Would you rather... On- I think I feel like we've done a similar one to this recently. Okay. Only be able to wear your swimsuit for the rest of your life or only be able to wear snow pants and a winter coat? <laughs> I'd pick snow pants and a winter coat. I would be so, I'd rather be sweaty than like naked. I know, but I don't want to be sweaty. It's so uncomfortable. You can't pick neither. That's the point of which you rather. That's the the kind of person that we hate. Uh, Swimsuit. I'm going to go swimsuit. Yeah. Would you rather have only one eye in the middle of your head or have two noses? (laughs) Did you make this up? No, this one came from the internet. Okay. I was like, this is a weird one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Probably one eye. I don't know why two noses feels really weird. Like, I don't want to blow two noses. That's a good point. (laughs) I don't know. I think I would pick two noses because I feel like like having a spare eye is important. If I only had one eye, I would be too protective of it. It's like only having one life left in a video game. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, would you rather be able to speak every language or play every instrument? That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. <sighs> I would probably pick speak every language. I want to speak every language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to like this one. Would you rather be able to change the color of your hair whenever you want or be able to change the length of your hair whenever you want? Ooh, the length. I agree, because then you could dye it. For but it sure. could just you could just grow it out and sh- anytime. Out, up, out, yeah, up. that would be, like, be very. Oh, I just yeah. want short hair, and then tomorrow yeah. I want long hair. Exactly. For sure, that would be great. Would you rather only be able to whisper or have an incredibly loud voice? Totally whisper. I already have an incredibly loud voice, and I don't mind it. So I'm just gonna pick that one. Okay. Okay. Let's do two more. Would you rather have dinner with your favorite celebrity or a, have a cameo in a scene of your favorite show? Probably dinner with my favorite celebrity. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But that I feel like it'd be really fun also to have a cameo. It would, but show. I thought like the reason I picked dinner was I could think about then I could sit and talk to them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, last one. Oh, actually, somebody wrote 
in and ask, like, do you have any, like, this might be inappropriate, but do you have any coronavirus? Would you rather just to, like, try to lighten the mood? Okay, let's lighten it. <laughs> let's just face it. You know what? Let's just go there. Yeah, let's, let's just do it. And it was from... Let's lean into that humor. Okay. People, people can get offended or not. And this is fine. from Jana, who's great. She came to Iceland with us. Oh, hi, hi Jana. She said, she had said, most of my companies working from home trying to come up with ways to lighten the mood. You got anything creative or do I leave this one alone? So this <laughs> came up with. Would you rather have to elbow bump everyone you talk to for the rest of your life? So like you can't ever hug anyone ever again, only right. elbow bumps or bathe only in hand sanitizer for a month. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Probably I mean, I would elbow pick bumps. A hundred. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's a hundred percent. Because then bump. you're kind of like forever doing a clean hello yeah. or goodbye. Yeah. And you don't have to bathe in yeah. hand sanitizer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the news story of that guy that bought like seventeen thousand? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's and been then everywhere. he and then they did a story about it. And he realized what a monster he was, and so yes. he decided to donate it. Like, Good. Come on, dude. Like he, so if people don't know what we're talking about, this guy bought an insane amount of hand sanitizer products and was going to resell them on Amazon for like whatever insane prices and Amazon caught him and shut him down. And so he was like in his garage with all of this product that he couldn't do anything with. <sighs> That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you get for trying to make a buck, a quick buck. Okay. Capitalism. Guys. All right, guys. You guys are doing hang great. Hang in there. You're doing great. Everyone's doing great. You're doing fine. You're doing the best you can. <laughs> You're doing the best you can. I think that's like my refrain for the next couple of weeks is like that Brene Brown, what if we believed everyone was doing the best that they can yes so just extend that to everyone you're with everyone is scared everyone has a lot of unknowns some people have may have a lot more unknowns than you realize yep just give people the courtesy of believing that in this moment they are doing the best that they can even if they just wrestled a pack of toilet paper out from between your hands 100 percent. and people yeah. are dealing with crisis differently so give people grace give people grace give people grace and any store that you go to, I am going to mandate that you thank all the workers in that store who may be working 48 hours straight with no sleep oh just gosh. to stock the shelves for the products you're buying. I thought about that when I was at Costco the other day, these workers just trying to keep up with the demand and mm -hmm. how hard they're working. So any type of store or business or establishment where they are trying to keep up with a demand that's just insane right now, I want you to thank them and give them an elbow bump or just wave at them. It's fine. Yes. All right. So two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Well, I hope that you guys are doing great and uh, still listening to podcasts while you're in quarantine. But please send us your feedback and requests or anything that you want us to know by emailing us at thisisjoyandclaire at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voice memo by recording one on your phone and just emailing it right to us. Or you can hit the contact button on our Instagram page. Our Instagram is joyandclaire underscore and contact us there. There's a phone number that you can leave a voice memo or you can email us straight from that page. Reminder to support this podcast by supporting the sponsor Blue Blocks, B L U B L O X dot com. The discount code is JOY. Oh, we love you guys. We're here for you. Hang in there. I, hang in there. And here's your favorite song. Shake it up, stop when the clock hits 13. Sing one, one, two, three, four. Cause, cause, cause. No one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.